All right. As I was saying, hurry up and go live. Bam, it goes faster than I thought. Be careful what you wish for. Um, for, for, for such a, an achievement, even though it's been a while yet again, um, you know, episode 100, we've reached a milestone. And unfortunately, due to, well, life in general, all of us couldn't quite get together for this one, but, you know, life happens. Um, so, uh, uh, Steve Kelly's taking care of, you know, his mom and our best wishes go out to her. Hopefully she's doing better. Um, it's been quite an ordeal, um, and everything else. So that's, that's been pretty rough. And, um, Curtis, I, um, I don't know what he's up to, but it sounds like he's trying to get some stuff done would have been very, very short notice. Um, definitely ask, I'll definitely ask him next week sometime if he'd be interested in doing an episode in one of his favorite fields because it's been a while. But uh, we'll we'll focus on some stuff today that you know normal type stuff. Um, I've been playing around with the Pi three a little bit, um, and all of that. And plus, you know, Shaggy and I we've been we've you know started some projects of our own too. Um, so that's. Um, going to get interesting. Plus, we're going to take a look back at some of our favorite moments. And um, needless to say, one of one of mine was actually more of a bittersweet moment of one of those moments where you learn what to do, what not to do um, when you have your own media platform and you're trying to build it up. So, um, do you have a you have a Pi three, right? Yeah, it's actually sitting over here. It's just not plugged in and booted up at the moment. But I haven't touched it for probably a few weeks now. So I'll let it boot that thing up and play with it again. Well, um, I like the kit that I had gotten, um, my dad being the nice guy that he is, he's like, I, I did. You know, he's like, I would have sent you something for your birthday, but I don't know what you're into anymore. I was like, well, so I sent him to, you know, information about the Pi 3. I'm like, you know, those are the type of things that, you know, I kind of like looking at because I like the idea of, you know, very powerful things coming in small packages <laughs> and all of that. And I have used the Pi 3 for lots of everyday stuff and found it to be quite capable. Um, I, of course, created a swap per or swap file on there even though they generally don't recommend you doing that for obvious reasons except i kind of set it up like you set it up with a server like like you have a cloud server and it has a solid state drive in it same settings to where it's not you know used as often so that you know applications don't get jittery because even with even with the amount of memory it has, 
Ubuntu Mate edition, it's going to, if you try to multitask a little too much, it's going to start screeching to a halt. And unfortunately, their latest release doesn't quite support um, 3D acceleration on some of the some applications out there. So um, anything that and the latest firmware has this nice little feature where a yellow square will pop up. This is independent of the OS to warn you, hey, your GPU is starting to get hot. I'm like, oh, awesome. So now I know why that kit included a mini heatsink, which I have not attached to it because I, I I asked myself, wait, is this really necessary? And I looked it up, and sure enough, there was lots of people saying, no, not really. It's supposed to just run at room temperature. So I'm like, okay, I still won't attach the heat sink. I'll just put a fan in front of it to kind of see if that'll solve the problem. Basically, as long as the GPU is not being overloaded, it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> so... It, it it's it's run quite well. Chromium does not work; it crashes as soon as you try to open it. It's and I'll bet it has something to do with the three D acceleration part. They're supposed to be working on that. I think, I think that's what it is because I've had Chromium running on Arch Linux on my Pi three. I haven't had any issues other than having more than like three or four tabs open. And it starts to bog down because it's running out of RAM. But otherwise, it performs actually very well on the Pi. I was quite impressed. Oh, yeah. And with the extra USB ports, um, there's a reason I bought a, a 32 gigabyte uh, thumb drive right here. Um, uh, for the sole purpose of being able to attach it to that and use that as additional storage or what have you. I haven't opened it yet to this day. <laughs> I probably should just to make sure it works. But, um, but one of the, one of the things I got curious about with the Pi three was, you know, we, we all know about, about the referendum that was voted upon and a majority in the UK voted to leave the U European Union and, and it's a non-binding resolution. Um, prime minister, parliament, et cetera, can say, can pretty much say up yours. We're not going to do it, <laughs> which would be political suicide at this point. <laughs> it, it, it's, and, and so I'm like, okay, how is this going to affect the Pi foundation? And I found a, forum post about it and and it was mostly people had their opinions but it was mostly a we won't really know until the long term passes because right now right now we got to pass the panic part of it and a user by the name of uh, I'm probably going to butcher this old ULDE basically had said something very, very amazing, kind of struck home. And he's like contemplating the results of the UK's EU referendum 
I can only reflect on how weak and unstable our high-level political interactions are. Years, decades, actually, of slow, tiring, and expensive efforts towards an organic unification process can be dumped in a heartbeat. This brings me to the conclusion that small things are often more effective and longer-lasting than big ones. When two kids, one in Greece and another in Scotland, are both using their own pie boards worth a few euros, oops, pounds, and maybe sharing their own experience on a form, well, that pie becomes the foundation for a much stronger bond between people, cultures, and countries than any other international treaty. To me, right now, the Raspberry Pi Foundation is creating more long-term value for those two kids than the resolutions of UK and EU politicians combined. We surely need the work of the Raspberry Pi Foundation now more than ever. Press on. <laughs> um, and, and it kind of reminds me of, of Stephen Levy's book, Hackers, Heroes of the Computer Revolution, where people tinkered with electronics, code crunching, etc., and they did everything they could to circumvent any level of bureaucracy in the process because they felt that the less bureaucracy there was, the more stuff they could get done. Um, <laughs> but um, Brexit, I have mixed feelings on. It's not happening over here, so I don't care as much. Looked at my 401k. Oh, it dipped. And now it's starting to recover. And I'm like, yeah, panicking is probably starting to subside now because you know, and and I, and I think there's enough people who are like Brexit sounds delicious. Is that a type of biscuit? <laughs> I, and that is based on a comment I did see on like Google Plus, where where people were like, "That's my favorite type of biscuit or food or whatever." I'm like, oh god. So it's just like that kind of obliviousness and I'm like, Oh, I'm kind of oblivious on, 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 on this. Cause it's across the Atlantic. And I'm like, I'm like, whoop-de-doo bureaucracy, giant bureaucracy falls on its face. I'm not surprised, but, um, only time will tell on that one. <laughs> and you, you were telling me you were pretty apathetic about it too. <laughs> Yeah, just for the most part, it's it's kind of one of those things where it doesn't affect me personally, and it's not affecting anything that's going to affect me personally. So in no way is it truly, really affecting me, so I just basically don't care. Um, I'm sure there's probably some aspect of it that's going to be, uh, that's going to have a negative impact on the community and uh, uh, UK in general, but not my problem. Now, George Soros made it his problem, and he actually made money off of it. So, <laughs> um, where there's chaos, there's opportunity. So, there you go. But what? So you've ran you you were running Arch on on your Pi three, right? Yep, uh, it was Arch Linux ARM. Um, it's a bit of a different process for installing than normal Arch Linux. 
for those Arch viewers out there, or those of you familiar with Arch, you know that you have to basically install it from scratch. It's similar to Gen 2. In the case with the Raspberry Pi, most of that stuff is already taken care of for you. Um, you just have to go through the some of the similar configuration uh, network and whatnot. But there's there's just a little a little bit extra that you usually have to go through for a desktop, a normal like six PC. Well, and I've like I said I I. I started out running the RASP latest release of Raspbian and noticed that it had more desktop oriented stuff, Lib- LibreOffice and everything else. And I was like, you know what? I want to give Mate a try. And so far it's worked pretty well. It's just, I'm waiting for an update and for them to say, okay, to enable the 3d driver, you do this, this, and this. I haven't even attempted it because it's the support's not a, official yet so there there's there's supposed it was supposed to be later on that you know they're supposed to have that resolved but i don't think they got that far yet but i I may just get more like sd cards and just swap them in and out which will be a which means i have to take part of the case off and and everything else man it's it's a little bit more challenging than with the original Pi. Original Pi, even with a case, you could pull SD card in and out. You know, but but with the, this way, you get more storage anyway. So, <laughs> but uh, and only my only issue is audio doesn't work as well because I had to force it through HDMI through a configuration. Um, if I if I turn if I turn that option off, it'll look better in DVI mode. But and I may experiment with that and plug in headphones and see if it puts sound out through the audio jack. Because if it looks better, I might as well just go that route. Um, other, but other than that, it does work well. Um, it's it's not the snappy core boot too, so it, it's actually just full-on desktop compiled for ARM and and all of that. But I, I may do more experimentation after I do some rearranging of my workspace because now that I have more systems, I may just try to do it to where I can just hopefully scooch back and forth and there I am with a system or two. Um... I'm just glad I have the space to do that with. But uh, what you, you've tried Arch? Have you tried anything else, or not really? Uh, not yet. Um, I don't want to wipe out the SD card too much. Um, I have noobs on it right now. Uh, or I actually, I did, and then I decided I just wanted to stick with Arch Linux Arms specifically because it wasn't an option available in noobs. The only option available there was uh, Raspbian, and there wasn't anything else other than OpenELEC and uh, right. something else. It was changed. It's a little different. There's Cody. less options than I expected. I think it was Cody. But um, it's changed a little bit since I used to last, so it kind of threw me off. 
but yeah, you. I mean, I may experiment with other operating systems. Get get a different, you know, get a different SD card just for that purpose. Switch it out and and maybe try to run some emulators on it, even um, if at all possible. But uh, but but you know, vintage gaming and all that, which reminds me, you 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 said you acquired an old school NES. Recently. Yeah, uh, my my father-in-law actually dug him dug a couple of them up from uh, some family's property. He was going through some stuff, and he found them. And he didn't know if they worked or not, so we tried tried getting to work at uh, his place before we left, and we couldn't. Uh, I brought him up here, and when I plugged in the TV and plugged in one of the NESs, that one didn't want to work for some reason, and we looked up. My wife was looking up some information while I was sitting there taking was blowing the cartridge out and then blowing the, <laughs> the place out and then blowing the cartridge out, plugging it in, pyrrhesis, 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 <laughs> trying all the normal tricks, you know, and couldn't get that one to work right. But the other one works surprisingly well, and it's only just got a little bit of a funky thing with some of the graphics, but. Um, it's putting some bars in places where it shouldn't be. I don't know why. But for for that being a thirty plus year old console, it's still pretty impressive. Oh yeah, and and the the whole blowing trick. Um, honestly, a can of air might be a better idea than than blowing on it and getting moisture on the contacts. Which is oh wait, what did you just show? It's this uh, air duster. I have a bunch of it up here. I, just, I was downstairs at the time, so I was just blowing through it really quick. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't run up here to grab some of the air, the canned air that I have. Yeah. I, I, um, my household actually had an official NES cleaning, cleaning kit. You remember those, right? No, I don't actually. Where – um, it had a little thing that you, it, it was meant to go into like this synthesized cartridge and you put it up and down, up and down. It's supposed to take the dirt out of the inside of the console. Huh. I think they also had something for the, for the cartridges too, to get the dust off the contacts, which, you know, honestly, I think that's one of the one of the reasons why some of the cartridges just started going bad because, well, <laughs> well, when we were doing that to figure out what was going on, at least what we think is going on is that the connector on the inside of the piece of the console is bad. There's actually a third party company that sells those connectors and it was like really cheap. It was less than twenty bucks. So I'm probably gonna pick one up eventually and see if I can repair it and get it to work. Oh, wow! So I imagine it's probably not gonna be too much to get inside there and repair it. I mean, but that just depends on what it takes. If it takes me soldering some stuff, I'll have to go get a soldering kit. But oh well, we'll see if I can get it to work. That... And what, if so, what... I'm bringing the thirty-year-old console back to life. And I think that's pretty awesome. Uh, what games do you have with it at the moment? Uh, at the moment, I've just got one game cartridge for uh, Super Mario Brothers. Uh, 
Super Mario Brothers track meet and uh, duck hunt. Oh, is it one of those three and one deals? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't have the gun for duck hunt right now, but uh, I think I think my brother has one at his place, so I'll have to get a hold of him. Because like there, there's third party consoles like the. <sighs> Can't remember what it's called, Retcon or something like that. Retron. That sounds that sounds familiar. Yeah, Retron. That's what it is. Where you know it's supposed to be compatible with the with the older games, although you may notice that it may not quite sound the same because, well, you know, it's supposed to be the hardware is mimicking an NES. It's mm-hmm. not not quite an NES. <laughs> But, but uh, you, you're doing more video gaming stuff, and you started a fan page. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I started that, uh, let's see, it's been a while now. Um, it's been something I've kind of been thinking about for a little while. Uh, it's it's gaming-centric. Um, for those of you that enjoy gaming, I've put a couple of videos up on YouTube already. Um, I've just avoided doing it for the time being because honestly, I need a better mic um, and I need to find a better a better way of recording what what I'm gaming and doing at the same time and recording that audio in some way of ironing those things out and doing some polish work and stuff. So I've got some things I, I want to do before I start hitting it hard and really going at it. I got some stuff out there. I've got my intro video, and then I've got a Google Plus page and a Facebook page. You can look it up. It's just Shaggy Gaming. Yep, and and yeah, it's just uh, Shaggy and myself that are fans of the page at the moment. But that's okay. Um, it's all right. You got to start somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and but um, Sha- yeah, Shaggy Gaming. It's it's right there. Wow. You and. And you know the cool the cool part about starting your own Google Plus page is that's how you start a an additional YouTube channel. And I, I you know, there's technically well three that I kind of have right now. That's my personal one, the one for here, and then my my other my other one, which um, I I started you know writing for my blog website again. Uh, recently it's it's political in nature but uh, I thought about it for a long time I'm like you know what take what I learned from doing this show doing the website and see if I can apply it to that and see where it can go so um, I already have episode two of my libertarian conscience finished I just have to get the audio to mp3 and upload it to the other feed so that you know next week it'll it'll be available and everything else and so far that's been doing been doing okay um the website's uh podcast.thomasholbrook.com for the podcast page and i do need to add the link to that direct link to that at some point um but I figured, well, this is the election year. I might as well 
see what I can do to kind of bring more attention to the ideology I do support. And so far it's, of course, I, I, I invited a whole bunch of my friends to like that page because I deleted my old candidate page and created a new one. And it's not quite to 50 likes yet. So I, I'm not eligible to do the boost post yet, but not, not that I would, because once you do that, um, you then ha keep having to pay just to actually technically have an audience unless people like it so much that they comment, like, share, react, sorry, react, share, and all that good stuff. Because now you have the whole love it, I'm mad, wow, laughing, crying, uh, that sort of thing, which <laughs> I'm like, they should have just added a thumbs down button, but they didn't. Yeah, they still didn't add a damn dislike button. Like, that's what that's what people have been wanting forever. And they added, a, like, oh, you can do this like and the, the laugh and the heart. And where's the damn dislike button? People want to dislike stuff. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> I guess it was their compromise for when hitting the thumbs up was not always uh, – Appropriate. My aunt just died. Thumbs up. <laughs> oh, no. No. My grandpa's in the hospital. Thumbs up. Somebody attempted to assassinate Donald Trump, but unfortunately he's still alive. Thumbs up. <laughs> you know, th those sorts of things. Um, but I did that, and I also am experimenting with, with like a savings goal of sorts, um, uh, through a website called the Penny Hoarder. I found an online bank called Aspiration Bank, and they're supposed to. It's a hybrid called the hybrid checking account where you actually earn interest on it, and they're not the only ones that do that. Uh, what sets them apart is as long as you achieve a certain balance, by the way, that's that's the part that a lot of people miss. You have to have at least 2,500 or more in there, over 2,500 in there to get 1% interest. And that's, that's yearly yield, annual percentage yield. Not, so it's, I don't think it'd be quite 1% every month, but... Uh, and I, I've earned a whopping one penny of interest so far. So, <laughs> so, but that that kind of gives you a clue of how much I've already put in there because I cost like ten dollars to start to put in there, and then from there you can add more money and all that good stuff. And and each deposit I made, I'm the experiment I'm doing. I'm adding five dollars per deposit and. So, like, the first deposit was 10, the opening deposit. The next deposit, I put 15 in, then 20, 25, 30. Um, tomorrow, 35 should be starting to deposit in there. And, and a lot of 
I read comments where people are like, they're saying that, that they need your bank credentials. Oh, I'm not going to, no, 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 that's not actually the case. It's, they need, you need your login info for your bank online because you have to have a way of verifying that you own the account and they do the usual small minute deposits so that you can confirm the amount and be like, okay, that is their bank account. So, so yeah. Um, and I got my own debit card and everything else. So with, with, with the chip in it, which, oh, yeah. and where, where I work uh, anymore, nine times out of 10, if your card has a chip, you might as well just stick it in the bottom because it will request that you use the chip reader. Mm-hmm. And some and sometimes that system gets finicky. So it's just like, uh, please wait, don't remove your card. Two and a half minutes later, you have to pull it out for it to say to can- it, customer canceled it, then put it in again, and then it'll work. <laughs> Uh, you know, I'm I'm all for preventing identity identity theft, but they're they're gonna it's gonna have to go a long way before that technology improves. <laughs> so have you gotten any chip cards? I I did for my credit card because I needed to get my car worked on because it was overheating at one point and I had to take it in, but. My card expired, and I tried to use it the one day, and I was just trying to use it for something. I forgot what it was, and it wouldn't let it go through. I was like, what the hell is going on? So then I looked at my card, and it was out of date, like two months out of date. I was like, oh, because I never used my credit card. But <laughs> So my debit card still isn't a uh, chip card, but my credit card is now. So it's funky. It's a weird process. Yeah, and if you do get a new card, even though yours existing one doesn't expire for a while, technically, um, if you get a new card with the chip in it, your old card will expire. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and you know, somebody I know of found out that the hard way, and and uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, I, you know, I'm like everybody, everybody else got to be the cool kid before I did, you know, on that one, but that's all right. I'll, I'm going to wonder what happens when the card readers start saying problem, remove card. And it turns out the chip got scuffed one too many times. <laughs> and I'm like, uh. So, but, um, I've saved a small amount and I'm going to keep saving a little bit more money. And then, and then I may write a little thing about it and, and see if other people can replicate that. Cause it's, it's one thing to give advice and say, you can do, do it like this or do it like that. But, but oftentimes it kind of helps if you've done it yourself so you can show others, here's what I did. You can adjust it to your needs. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and that, because you, you know, you, you, you see people like say Dave Ramsey saying, build up a thousand dollar emergency savings. And then he mentions baby steps and general pieces of advice. I'm like, okay, some people are going to need a little bit more structure than that. <laughs> Set up a, here, here, here's a little worksheet, set up a budget and blah, blah, blah. Okay, great. Um, but, but I think that what I'm doing may actually, may actually wind up working a little bit better because it's kind of an action plan of, okay, do what you can to keep yourself afloat. But in the meantime, put just a tiny bit away. It doesn't have to be much at first and then go as far as you can with each paycheck or each pay period that you, that you earn. And then if you can put it in a remote account and make it out of sight, out of mind yeah. and that sort of thing and watch how next thing you know, you you built up a chunk of change and yeah. So so, you know, you know, the other the other website, other podcast, when election season's over, you know, I'll start start doing marketing related stuff like that, going, okay, that you know, you know, because I'm starting to figure out now that that, you know, other people who've already had it made, like they they worked hard and got to where they're at, but they forgot the struggle and all that. I'm like, well, those who are still struggling, it kind of helps to give them something practical to start with and build upon that. Because, you know, when one's really poor, they're only operating short-term. So you give them a plan that they can use short-term, working towards long-term, and they don't realize it until well after the fact. Whoa, it, it's been five months, and I have this much. Wow, that sort of thing. So, I'll, I'll I'll see where it goes. But, um, seeing as how this is episode number one hundred, and and with a lot of breaks in between, <laughs> that's my fault. But, um, it, it it's been it's been quite a journey to this point, like. You you have some some favorite moments. Um, mm -hmm. What like which one are which ones come to mind for you? Uh, well, out of the, I, I've got a few that I like the most, and then I guess one of the ones that we did a long time ago. It's been a while now. Um, it was episode fifty four. Uh, we talked about how um, ner nerdiness and then the like geekdom or geek kingdom, however you want to put it, how that's kind of transitioned into mainstream over the last 10 or 15 years or so. Um, and I really enjoyed that topic because that kind of hit home for me because I've always been like kind of like a halfway closet nerd, halfway not closet nerd, but um it's it was it was an episode where I really got to talk about how I feel about this topic and how that applies to me personally, and it was just that one probably would either be my favorite or second favorite episode out of all the ones that we've done. 
you know, we, we mentioned the, the whole frustration. I think the growing pains part too, that kind of, that kind of, you know, got me thinking quite a bit too. And it was like, you, like you, you paste that in there. I'm going to, I'm going to see what's, what the notes were. You know, it, it was, it was guardians of the galaxy that, you know, that, that kind of start, started asking the questions. Uh, and, um, and, and, the, and that, that, I remember that question, is it a good or bad thing or, and it, it's just the, the whole growing pains too. I, I remember that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where, where a comic book, I remember, you know, comic book, I think illustrator or something like that. I can't remember who it was, you know, went on this little tirade, you know, after running into, you know, too many, you know, adult, you know, really young teen guys, you know, being depressed because, you know, they got blown off at conventions by good looking women and, and it, you know, it's seemed to be more frustration of the commercialization of it, which I can understand that. I, but, uh, personally, I I really liked the blood moon episode that, that one was fun. Um, I think we may made a little bit of fun of, uh, John Hagee. I can't remember. Um, I don't remember that one very well, honestly. I do remember I enjoyed the podcast doing that one, but um, I don't remember too much. I'll have to look at the, the notes at the end there. there were, yeah, and we used a lot of links. There was a lot of, uh, trying to remember Forbes. Oh, See, I, I hate Forbes spamming, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Forbes pretty bad about that now. I, I, and, and if you try to disable ad blocking, it, the site gets, you know, throws a fit. <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, awesome. It, that, that page was taken down. <laughs> wow. So I'm going to have to use Google to go. Or Blood Moon. God. Okay. And, and watch as I click this, and all of a sudden this page is no longer here because. Oh God! I'm 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 just gonna wait for that. Okay. I I remember the, we we talked about it. It's rare cosmic site. 
shouldn't be possible since during a lunar eclipse, the sun and moon are exactly how quit scrolling when I don't want you to. <laughs> but we talked about science. We talked about religion, um, stupid predictions of the end of the world. Um, just all kinds of cool stuff. And it was, it was one of those cool moments that I, and you said the video, the video got quite a few, few views on YouTube too, didn't it? From what I can tell, even it's our highest performing video on YouTube with 155 views. If I remember correctly, which, you know, definitely, I definitely need to do more work on the marketing aspect. Um, and I need to let my girlfriend know that doing a podcast. <laughs> but um, the, but that was that was one of my favorites because you know a lot of stuff was thrown in. It was towards, it was you know, around the time of Halloween. It was. Too, it was you know right in the midst of fall, which was really really awesome. So I think that kind of helped too. So yeah, but but you 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 had another one. Yeah, I also really enjoyed um, one of the first episodes that we did when after Curtis joined us. Uh, we, we talked about gaming. Gaming is one of the bigger topics that I really enjoy talking about, obviously, because I'm a pretty big gamer. I mean, I'm on my gaming PC right now, tinkering with some games at the moment, getting some settings set up. And uh, anyway, we talked about GTA and GTA 5, GTA 5 in particular. And uh, Curtis talked about his experience with it on his PS3 and how he liked it. And that drove me to, I had been wanting a PS4 for a while, even though they had been out. I waited until, I think it was probably, let's see, when was that posted? Probably close to around that time I bought my PS4, close to that December. And I bought the bundle for uh, PS, uh, PS, uh, PS4 GTA 5 bundle. And my experience with GTA Five was it was interesting because it's it had the concept of having three main characters instead of just one, and you can switch between them and whatnot. It was a really fun game. We also compared it to um, Saints Row Four and how Saints Row Four kind of took a different turn compared to the normal. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for here? <laughs> Aspect of how these games are formed in terms of the open world, um, go beat the crap out of people, regardless of what's going on in the world, go do stuff <laughs> kind of thing. There's no real restrictions. It's just GTA five. It's you go kill people and whatnot and you do whatever the hell you want to. <laughs> and then that's kind of still has this similar storyline. It's, it's got some weird things here and there, but it's not like, and Central 4, which is completely ridiculous and off-the-wall kind of funny <laughs> stuff. So, I mean, I, I enjoyed that episode for that reason. It's gaming, so I mean, it hits close to me. So, 
And and it brought back my own own memories of, you know, picking up that controller and playing for hours and hours. And it was mainly older consoles, but um, I may pick up a modern console. It'll be a handheld console probably later this year if if I can manage it. Um, it'll probably be the 3DS XL and um, one of the new Pokemon games when it comes out. Because why not? Um, and and one of one of another one of my favorite moments. Um, you know, I, I had all kinds of you know favorite moments starting the show with Steve Kelly. Um, he was he he was the one that you know went so far as to create intros and things like that in the beginning, but, and then things took off from there. Uh, one of my favorite moments was when, you know, I started something, I'm going to finish it. Uh, even though the two co-hosts at the time, Mitchell and Zach, um, after I posted something on, you know, website that I paid for, right. This is where I start learning. Okay. You can be, fairly open and flexible regarding your own little, you know, outlet. But if you're the one that's paying the bills, uh, if somebody's overstepping their bounds, you need to learn when to put your foot down. And I learned that the hard way. Um, I pretty much got, you know, we got into an argument about what I was posting and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I'm, 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 you know, I'm paying for this, been paying for this for a number of years now. And that's, you know, creative differences. We kind of, you know, parted ways. We did one more episode and I said, you know, I, we were talking about politics all the time too. And, and I'm, I'm politically inclined, but, you know, not all the time. It, it kind of gets old after a while. And, that's when I, you know, basically said we need to part ways because this isn't going to work anymore. And, and so we did. And, and we've all moved on with our lives, but I was still going to finish one of the topics that Mitchell had suggested, which was militarization of the police. And I read um, Radley Balco's, you know, rise of the warrior cop. And, and one of the things I included was something that had happened during the 2004 Republican national convention, um, where one of the, you know, hosts at a public radio station, Emmanuel Goldstein, the editor of 2600 magazine was kind of caught in the whole police netting and everything else. And they were thrown into pure 57 and where, where it had all kinds of dangerous chemicals inside of it and that whole mess. And, and I did, I did the show solo, but then the episode after that's where you came in and we actually enjoyed, enjoyed that you introduced yourself and, and talked about some of the stuff you had been doing technological wise. And it was just, it was one of those fun things. So 
you know, because the, the, the whole show wasn't meant to be serious all the time. And it went from being serious all the time to, hey, let's have a little fun and learn something at the same time. Honestly, I think that's the way it should be. Um, I mean, this this is honestly just my opinion, but the podcast should be something that's in a direction where you feel like you don't necessarily need to learn something out of it, but something that's close enough to you, but it, it has to be something that you're interested in and you can stay interested in, something that won't drag on and something that's not going to uh, get to the point to where it's aggravating you. Like, the situation you're encountering with Mitchell, that's more or less just cancer on your podcast. It's just right. <laughs> so. And 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 the the three man dynamic worked very well at the time. Um, it, it it was it you know it wasn't you know I I figured out that you know it, it and it was nothing against the two. It was that it was interpreted as being something that was not it was not supposed to be another newspaper it was supposed to be something different entirely um the the website itself was supposed to be about you know merging two things of interest together that i i had followed you know free and open source software um other stuff that you know had a good following but often got shoved to the side because either wasn't seen as legitimate or or for some other reason so it was just like and and that and and the episode you debuted and we talked about ubuntu 13.10 video working with the nuvo project and and i think a few other things but that but um but you got to work. You got to go to a cool place, and I and I didn't. I'm jealous. But you got to go to a cool place. Yeah, around about a year ago from now, coming up on about a year ago, uh, I got to go to got the opportunity to go to System Seventy Six headquarters and take a look at their products. Get to play with uh, a Steam controller, which I'm seriously considering getting. Because it's just, it's just interesting, and they're on sale right now. Because it's a Steam sale, Steam Summer Sale. We're already blown ten bucks, um, but um, I got to do. I got to meet a lot of really cool people that are interested in technology, Ubuntu specifically, and our System Seventy Six fans, super fans as well. I still have my super fan T-shirt hanging up downstairs, but um, it was it was honestly one of the most amazing experiences of my entire life, and it was. It was great to be able to share that with the podcast and talk about that with here with you, Thomas. And it was just, it was awesome. If I, if I could go back, I would do it again in a heartbeat. I would, I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to redo it or do it over, even with the fact that I missed my first plane and all that other hell that happened. But I'd, I'd go back and do it again. It was so fun. Oh yeah, and and I and I. I still have not had a plan, had an opportunity to acquire any systems from System 76. I am starting to work on that to a little bit extent, though. Um, I, I did something that I was very hesitant to do, and it's going to take a while before it's completely set up to my satisfaction. But 
um, you're, you're going to fall over in your chair. I actually set up, well, preliminary, it, preliminary steps. It's the profile's not complete. I set up um, a Patreon account. Oh my God, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Because um, figured that might be a little bit more appropriate. And I won't push it hard right away. It'll be when more content is created on a consistent basis. Uh, but when, when it's on a more consistent basis, websites worked on a little bit more, more stuff's published um, and everything else. And then I can start going, okay, uh, what perks can be offered? Because honestly, you know, I don't have much that I can offer anybody really, except maybe early access behind the scenes, whatever, but um, be like, you can be a part of this ultra secret group or whatever, wherever. Um, and, and be like, you know, you know, here we are right here, you know, getting stuff set up and, you know, all that good stuff, but that sounds like your buddy's coming to say hi. Oh, no, he's just ditching himself right now. He's been sleeping, <laughs> on, the, he's been sleeping on the floor. Here. Oh. He likes to sleep underneath my desk right in front of my feet, so that's his spot. Yeah. Um but yeah, I I would like to have more episodes where, you know, Curtis, Steve, Kelly are on, or where where one person's like, hey, I want to do an episode about this and interview this person as a guest and all that good stuff, and that sort of thing. Um, maybe get that set up a little bit more over the summer because you know it's you know it's and rearrange the workspace a little bit and make full use of that while I have the chance to make full use of that. But uh, that's, that's pretty much it. Um, but what, what do you have planned for your page, by the way? Uh, I don't know if I really have anything planned at the moment. Um, it'll, I'll probably end up going um, since Fallout 4 is having some more DLC come out soon, we'll probably do some more Fallout videos. Because I did promise I'm trying to deliver some more Fallout videos and tips and tricks and stuff. So I'll probably work on that a little bit and then pass that. I'm not sure what we'll do. I might stream some League of Legends because I'm kind of hooked on that again. But not 100% sure. I'll see where it takes me, I guess. And, uh, I'm kind of ahead of the game because uh, the the other podcasts um, already have you know pre-recorded on the other channel. I just have to download it, re-encode audio and all that good stuff. It doesn't even have an intro yet. One day it will. Um, and then third episode's mostly done because I did an interview with the local candidate. Um, and then. And, you know, that'll be, you know, automatically content from a week from this Monday. So 
two episodes ahead, so <laughs> I'm excited um, about that. I just got to post more often, and I'll be golden in terms of content creation. So, so yeah, it, it, it's it's going to be an exciting year. I just got to get my butt in gear and, do, and work on it. So, and 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 get maybe get a game console and actually have some fun because it's been a while since I've actually immersed myself in gaming and gone yes yes I'm gonna you know my reflexes aren't what they used to be that's why I'm probably gonna go with Pokemon because hey it doesn't require as much reflexes for that <laughs> but um, but. That's pretty much it. Um, um, I'm going to try to get stuff, more stuff done every week. So hopefully it'll, you know, views and things like that will pick back up over the summer. But until next time, I'm Thomas. And I'm Shaggy. And we'll see you next time. See you guys later. Take it easy.